From the Ranger Room of Mammoth King Studios in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. My name is Dan. I'm Freddie. And today is about <laughs> Freddie's. What? What? No, go on. No. You know I. You know I can't start an episode. <laughs> today we're going to talk a little bit about Freddie's favorite Ranger color, yellow. Mm, mm. <laughs> I don't we... give a shit what anyone says. It's been determined through the history of this show. I know Zach's his favorite ranger. I yeah. know that he loves a black ranger. Yeah. But he also loves yellow. Because all of his favorites have been yellow. It's been... it's The evidence has been pretty damning, I guess. Like... Expect, well, I mean, especially with Sentai. Jesus Christ, it doesn't end there. No, no. Um, Speaking of black rangers, you ordered... The Lightning Collection figure for Zack, the Dragon Shield version. Yes, sir. Has it arrived yet? I have not checked. I don't think... I didn't check mail yesterday. Okay. I've so. been seeing a lot of people receiving theirs. Okay. And then, while uh, I was at a Walgreens, they had five. Okay. Looks like I got to scurry outside and check the mail. Yeah. Well... I'm going to make you hold off on that for a second, because we're going to talk about episode 22 of Power Rangers Zeo, A Song Sung Yellow, which was written by Buzz Alden and Charlotte, who now has a last name, Charlotte Fullerton, <laughs> and directed by Robert Radler. Fullerton. This one came out September 13th, 1996. Whenever I said, when her, her name was just Charlotte, like, mm-hmm. It's very hard to get Charlotte Flair out of your head. Right? Yeah, I mean she has, she has taken that name. I mean that she uh, is the is, most uh, prominent Charlotte. Yeah. in anyone's life, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she is. I mean, like, uh, like I couldn't think of a outside of like Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah, Charlotte's Web. Charlotte's Web. Uh, that's about it. That's about yeah. it for me, boys. That's it. That's the only two Charlottes I know. And now with the Charlotte Flair, well, what, nine-time women's champion now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 200-time women's champion. Yeah, yeah we should. That's, holder of the uh, holder of the Tranquilo Cock. Yeah, that, that's, that's, <laughs> that's true. This episode isn't, like, when it goes out, her record may change, so we should just overshoot just yeah. to be... Just to be safe. Um, just one note is that you might hear some banging in the background of the recording. I'm having some work done on the house. Uh, I need a new kitchen. I've been kitchenless for two weeks. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you hear some banging, uh, sorry. Really. That's a, that's a long time ago without a kitchen. Yeah, it's basically been a coffee slash tea station. And that's about it. And then uh, doing the most unhealthy thing and eating out every single night. I was going to say, I guess it's not, I guess it's not as bad for 
you know, like our generation, yeah. which is primarily eating out just because you don't have time for anything else, really, or you don't have the energy to cook. Yeah, because so of your 16 jobs. Yeah, yeah, all that. So, like, it's not too bad. It's not too, it's not too crazy. Uh, the kitchen isn't as vital as it used to be. What happened, America? I will tell you that <laughs> I don't know. without a kitchen, yeah, my house sucks. I was gonna say, I was gonna, I thought you were gonna say it's harder to masturbate. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> you're not socks on the tile, uh, drawers around the ankles kind of guy. No, I'm not. That's not my, that's not my move. <laughs> but I will say that, like, generally, there are times where I'll sit in the living room and watch television and then just mosey on over to the kitchen and make mm-hmm. something and then go mm-hmm. back to the couch and watch some TV. Mm-hmm. Now I'll sit on the couch and watch some TV and then just look at the hole in my house that's a ki- that was a kitchen. Mm-hmm. And then I'll just go, I guess I should go out and I'll leave. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah, that's it. So, are you ready to talk about some Power Rangers? Yeah, yeah, I am. I think I am in the right place to talk about some Power Rangers. Well, I'm not. I'm ready to talk about a music video starring Tanya Sloan. Oh my goodness. Basically, the words, I'm, she just basically says, let's stick together. Yeah. That's over very, and over again. Variations of sticking together. And uh, how long is it going to be? For now and forever. Yes. And Rocky and Adam are all up in this music video <laughs> doing flips no. and making sure her lighting is good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's... I Adam, because he'd do anything for Tanya. Rocky, because, like, someone always needs to be with him. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm surprised they gave him uh, camera responsibility. Oh, this is your music video? Watch oh, wait, flip. there's no film in that. No, no. What what am I saying? We we're watching the camera. Rocky is yeah. just they gave him something to do. Okay. Yeah, they, he also they did you notice Rocky? He also has one of those fucking um what are they called? Oh, he he's got like a super 8. Yeah. Yeah, the camera they gave him, he has to crank like <laughs> Have fun. Have fun, bud. Just run around. This is going to be the Citizen Kane of music videos. It's, that's Rocky saying that he doesn't know what Citizen Kane is. No, that's the guy that lives next to him. Oh, <laughs> yeah. They're shooting. They're shooting. They're getting all this. They're getting all this primo footage of Tani on the beach, and uh, it. We all there's also footage of her singing at. Is it is that Ernie's? I know no. later on it's Ernie's, but... No, it is just... Like a set, lounge kind of... It's set nightclub. Yeah, okay, it's set nightclub. It's faux nightclub, where she's she's singing there. And I was trying to see if there was like, any kind of cameos in the band or anything like that. And yeah. I, I wanted to check the credits to see, but I didn't. So, there you go. But Power playthrough. <laughs> um it turns out the crew is watching this music video on Ernie's Magnavox television. Mm-hmm. Uh, Billy looks at Adam and he goes, you're going to be a great director someday, but Mama Cat is in there to lift up everybody's spirits. And she's like, Adam's already a great director. Mm-hmm. Look at him. And then, Look at his big sweater. <laughs> he does have a very big sweater. That's his trademark. 
then Tommy does something. Give him credit here. He does something very Goro like. See, he it ends up being that way. But when I saw it and I saw the faces that Tanya was giving when Tommy got concerned. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in my mind, I was like, oh, Tommy can't have the attention not on him for a second. And the face that Tanya gave was like, this was my moment. Yeah. This was my moment. What are you doing? He, li- Yeah, he saw someone in literal spotlight. Yeah. And he didn't share. <laughs> and he was like, nope, can't be right. Look what's in the background. Yeah. Cogs. <laughs> Luckily for him, yes, there's actually a cog they um he brings them over and he pauses the footage just as a cog runs by like just right behind the drum kit yeah cogs are the new putties like they're always everywhere you shouldn't be surprised when you see one mm-hmm. yeah but... big fucking deal tommy yeah, i can i can move the cog i can move the refrigerator right now and like three of them will run out just little ones <laughs> yeah just little, yeah <laughs> little um, little coggles Ernie starts talking about how he's glad to start opening his juice bar on Saturdays. Mm. <laughs> what, the oh. what the fuck? You telling me this shit wasn't open on Saturdays? Are you telling me What are you doing on Saturdays, Ernie? Are you telling me that Mondo only works <laughs> on a Monday to Friday, nine to five basis? <laughs> What are you doing? What are you doing on a Saturday? What are you doing with your business, bud? You're not open hey. on a Saturday and your your clientele is primarily teenagers? Hey, Ernie, are you telling me that you're connected to a high school and only open <sighs> right after high school is done? Are you telling me that you open up in the morning to get ready and you're connected to a high school knowing that these kids can't come during class? Oh, my God. And you haven't been open on Saturdays? That's... He opens up. Kids are in class. He knows he has hours of just uninterrupted earn time until lunch comes around. The... Probably, there's... uh, I imagine there's two... There's... Like my high school, there's two different lunches, and you went to one or the other. So, imagine he only... Imagine he thinks that he only has about two solid hours of actual like bartending yeah in his whole fucking day and the rest he can just do you know whatever his passion dictates he's got some of that zach time that used to happen in the morning (laughs) in the back room of the comic store yeah don't need no curtain he's got the whole place yeah he got zach time yeah I don't um, understand that at all. Not open on Saturdays. like is That is insane. And he talks about how he can use the business. Yeah, you can fucking use the business, Ernie. <laughs> I, could use, I, could use, I could use the extra business. You haven't been making a dime. Like if, oh. You live in that motherfucking juice bar. Oh. But he's got this new Saturday spot, and he says, Tanya, do you want to play? She's so excited about it. She's like, yeah, I'm going to fucking play a gig. I want to. I do want to award Ernie points, so for his outfit today. What's he wearing? He's wearing some blue overalls with okay. 
a floral shirt underneath and the overalls the front the the front of these overalls are just you they're definitely a short and wide man like stitch (laughs) (laughs) these things these overalls man what they cover is impressive like he's wearing a button-up floral shirt underneath it right Mm -hmm. and these and like the buckles you know, right, right at that line, right at that line where the denim, where the sea of denim ends, is right below the top button of his, of his uh, button-down floral shirt. They had to shut down a denim factory for that. <laughs> um, it's a very haystacks Calhoun kind of kind of look. Might might with the floral shirt edition. Well, we cut to space. And it's, it's Diabetes Malone, Prince Sprocket's little birthday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, all we know, is that it's Sprocket's birthday. He's, he's a birthday boy. He gets presents. That's we what. cut back to Ernie's, and the team is putting together party supplies for Ernie's, I guess it's called the late night spot now. It's called the Ernie's after hour spot. And if your hours are nine to three... Any being open during normal business hours is after hours for Ernie. (laughs) Cogs come in to steal all of the party supplies so that they can throw a little party for Prince Sprocket. Yeah, the Cogs are doing this very discreetly. As we've established in this episode, that Cogs have been in the woodwork this whole time, in the background, always always present, apparently. This is the fear they have, uh, this new fear they, they have, I should say. For the machine empire, because the cogs are stealing uh, cups, stealing plates, stealing all kinds of shit for this little fat robot boy's party. Yeah, he's gonna right, become a man right behind the rangers' back. Eventually, but when the rangers notice this, they morph and hop into action. And I want to note that this is the first full team morph in a very, very long time. That's true. We've had interesting staggered. Uh, different lo- locales, stuff like that going on. So we haven't seen a f- altogether uh, full morph. We've seen altogether back to actions, but we haven't seen a full team morph in a minute. And they milk it completely. Like, we yeah. get the full Zeo Ranger 1, pink, all the way through 5. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a little battle with these cogs, and their battle strategy for it is to hit the cogs in the face with pies yes they end up outside i guess so to cut off the cogs who are leaving the the uh, youth center yes they cut them off outside they're standing in front of a cream pie truck with with a guy in a paper (laughs) hat who looks very Mm -hmm. confused about what's happening he already has the tray out he already has the card out these are definitely for ernie i imagine Ernie is like on their premium customer like list. Oh, Ernie's is going to be open. Looks like we have to increase the cream pies. <laughs> yeah. Like there's Shipment. there's a full yeah, there's a full fucking cart like a full on fucking buffet cart you would see where it has three layers of just cream pies. No variation to them. All cream pies. And of course, this naturally lends itself to some prop action, which is the Power Rangers fighting with said pies. Yes. And 
they put pies in cog faces, and the cogs start to uh, they start to resemble our old friends, the Golden Face Cape Boys, the Skugs. <laughs> and they start heating up a little bit, and they decide to teleport away. Well, one is left behind. Yeah. And he gets pelted with, like, 20 pies until he teleports. Oh, I do want to say, there is one hell of a bump in this in this uh, sequence that two people take. Hit me with it. All right. So... Each ranger gets their, their pie, right? Each ranger gets their, like, pie sequence. We get the gag where they hit their respective cog with a pie. Tanya's third one in. Mm-hmm. It's a leaping midair pieing where Tanya jumps at the cog, the cog jumps at them, and catches man- yellow, uh, Zeo Yellow, tosses the pie as they fly like they kind of like um pass each other right yes they're just jumping they're just jumping they're in the parking lot we see the fucking we see the fucking pavement we see everything there's no crash pads there's nothing these are two people in the air around four and a half feet i want to say just jumping cog takes it straight on the back uh, looks like he takes it high on the shoulders, but Zio Yellow takes it on the hip and shoulder. Ooh. Like, we, 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 we get, we don't even see the landing, but we just see, the, <laughs> we see what's, we see what's, um, we see the inevitable that's, that's on its way. Like, it's, there's nothing there. It is just straight parking lot pavement. There's nothing there to catch them. Yes. Fishes. Vicious, and vicious, vicious. I would be upset if it was anyone else because yeah. she has the footage of Big Mama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Big Mama always comes with the, the vicious kicks and punches. Yeah. Now, man, I was going to say, like, that that spot there, just taking pavement on the shoulder, that was actually one of my, um, one of my go-to comedy bits when I was a, a young juggalo. Yeah, yeah. We just be walking along, and I thought comedy was, "Hey, look at this! I jump, and then I just take the pavement on the corner of my shoulder." And I, yeah, you you got to laugh at that, you know, because I'm a because I'm a big kid, hmm. you know. And it was random because we're from that, you know, generation. Yeah, where you do something and then people laugh. Yeah. Something stupid, like yeah, something real stupid. Something that's gonna definitely, uh, definitely, uh, I'm gonna get a receipt for sometime soon. I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> at some point. <laughs> I mean, I think that your receipt might be, like, it might not be something bad because, like, you have a head built for you have a neck that's mm. made to headbang. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe taking that high on the shoulders concrete bump, yeah, strengthening your neck is your receipt. <laughs> hmm, hmm, maybe. Now, <laughs> in return, it's also made your head not available for hats. No, it has made <laughs> not available for hats. <laughs> That's it's a very kind way of putting that. <laughs> yes. True. True. Hats are 
unavailable to my head. Yes. <laughs> so that might be your receipt. Okay. Well, King Mondo is pissed off about the failure of the cogs, and he just he, goes, well, yeah. son, here's your gift. It's a new monster named Wrecking Ball, who is Barakandama from O-Ranger. Yeah. So... Sprocket has a little bit of trouble controlling it, but Mondo lets him know that he'll get it. Don't worry, just practice. Yeah, just can't, it doesn't fucking matter. Just, it, just as long as that thing is destructive. When we return, we come back into the new private eyes firm that Lieutenant Stone started after he was shit-canned for Bulk trying to fuck the boss's daughter. Yes. Bulk this... and Skull are at a desk playing ping-pong when... The newly crowned Detective Stone enters the building. It looks the place looks like Charlie and Frank's apartment from Always Sunny. Like it yes. is fucking. They have bullshit everywhere. These two boys have made a mess. Well, luckily the boys have created this elaborate Rue Goldberg machine alarm that lets that goes <laughs> off when they know that Stone is in the building and tells them that it's time to clean this shit up. Mm-hmm. And they do, and they've got like heavyweight style secret compartments to hide their candy and <laughs> I do appreciate your your passion to reference heavyweights. <laughs> I, I I I I truly truly do. I love any time when we can uh I love any time when someone goes out of their way to talk about to talk about a a we'll say uh it's not underrated. I don't think it's underrated because not not um a less spoken movie because like everyone that speaks of it speaks of it properly you know yeah everyone loves it i fucking love that film but i don't think it's talked about enough so it's not it's, underrated it's just not talked about enough it spawned like a whole bunch like it came from that e- if you're going to talk about the movies of its kind from that era there are three main movies to talk about right mhm it's Heavyweight, and they're all different. Two of them are similar, but like they're all kind of different movies. It's okay. The Big Green, mm-hmm. it's Heavyweights, mm-hmm. and The Sandlot. And obviously, The Sandlot is the one that everybody talks about. Yeah, it has the. Uh, well, it's 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 um. It's the one that's truly shot like a movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's dramatic in uh in the way it's shot, like the cinematography of it. It's re- it's a really pretty movie. Yes, and uh, the Big Green is the one that's underrated. Hmm. The Big Green is the one that's at the bottom of the list. It's not talked about nearly enough. It's an incredible movie. The I think so too. Yeah, is everything about it's fun. It's such Psychotic a- Ben Stiller. It's uh, a fucking funny film. It is a very funny film. Ben Stiller is, well, he's his character is insane, but he's his work rate in that film is incredible. That dude, every fucking line that dude has, it's funny, and it's also like the the like kind of the prototype or the precursor to his character in Dodgeball. Yeah, yeah, I I feel like that almost is Tony Perkins. Yeah, like that's like the sh- like a shared universe or something going on there, you know. And, like, maybe he was, 
maybe he had yeah i don't know i've 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 thought of that before because it's he's it's it is like an it's you know an insane fitness guru fucking character but his fucking lines are incredible the fucking part where he has uh uh oh look a delegate <laughs> me and sean say that all the time <laughs> <laughs> and then like when Goldberg I call him Goldberg, can't think of the actor's name, but it's yeah. like he's a step on the scale. Step off the scale. <laughs> his fucking his goddamn contempt for that overweight boy is just oozing and it's wonderful and it'll fucking kill you. It tears me open. Like when he's kicked out of the camp. Yeah. And he comes back and he comes back being a fake zombie. Yeah. And then they he tells a story. He's like, went to the Sizzler. Closed it down. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Heavyweights is a incredible, incredible film. Worthwhile watching. I like your Trinity, too, uh, of, uh, of 90s kids' rule movies. We'll yeah. call them that. I think it's a good way to... Like... Where it's all, you know, from the perspective of kids and always about, um, you know, parents just don't understand that whole shit, right? Um, yeah. I was, what was, <laughs> but when you said, like, there's three movies and I was like, okay, here we go. It's going to be Heavyweights, then it's going to be House Arrest, and then it's going to be Carpool. <laughs> no. <laughs> the car, <laughs> House Arrest, Kevin Pollock, Jamie Lee Curtis fucking fantastic movie or uh kids get their divorcing parents trapped in their basement and lock them there to try and make them reconcile their marriage and then uh carpool which is uh uh i can't think it was uh roseanne's ex-husband uh tom arnold tom arnold thank you tom arnold and funny dude kind of a character uh, character actor can't think of his name plays the father but a very very uh a very maybe her first but she's all that rachel lee cook Mm -hmm. she that's like she's in there too um which is a movie about a bunch of kids and one kid's in the and the father who was carpooling them getting in a hostage situation with a (laughs) tom arnold that owns a circus yeah i've never seen that one you should it's it's pretty Um, good (laughs) But Heavyweights also gave us Paul Feig, who directed Bridesmaids, mm. and the and the uh, 2017 Ghostbusters movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I didn't even the, I didn't even know that he was on. Okay. He's the skinny camp counselor. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's the one that uh that lost all the weight the summer before and yeah shows off his ass to a bunch of young boys. Uh, in this private eyes office, Bulk and Skull get their first mission where, conveniently, there is a phony record label out there signing kids and charging them for their studio time and then just taking off with the money. Yeah. Big trouble. And he tells them that Ernie's new After Hours Club is probably the best place to find this fake rep record label mm-hmm. the boys the boys have a mission and they yes. they take i love i love the way they they adhere to it too they really stick to it they're they're detectives now they are 
They have grown out of being just beat cops that are just trying to swing the law in their direction. <laughs> They're now detectives. They hunt for clues. The law doesn't apply to them anymore. Yeah. Tanya is up on stage, sticking together. Through sun and, and stormy weather. Yeah. And after her performance, she's, of course, congratulated by her best friends. Ernie's keeping the... Ernie's keeping the fashion ball rolling here. Because yeah. in his... Fucking Christ, man. His after hours outfit is... Sweatpants and sadness. <laughs> That's... He has a mm, he has a formal like button up white shirt mm-hmm. with suspenders, bow tie, and my favorite version of the cummerbund, the one that <laughs> what are we doing here? My favorite version of the cummerbund, which is the cummerbund with tropical fish pattern. Oh. Well, I mean, Ernie's always got to keep it tropical. It looks, he looks like good, man. He looks good. He's trying to be like a speakeasy attendant. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Tanya fucking kills it. Everyone, uh, well, I mean, I was going to say standing ovation, but it's a club. Everyone's standing. Doesn't matter. <laughs> like, uh, she comes over to, she comes over to the rest of the Rangers who are sitting at a table. Uh, Ernie even busted out the little candlelight centerpieces. Yeah. Real nice. And Tanya's approached by Vincent Nova from SC Records. Yeah. And he wants to sign Tanya. He needs something. Our young detectives, Bulk and Skull, are pissed off. They're like, I can't believe he's doing it right in front of us. Yeah, that must be Ooh. him. This is sleazeball. This guy... You, Go ahead. I was, this guy, his... Like... He has extremely, extremely stilted delivery. And the yeah. best equivalency I can make is that he sounds, his mouth looks like, and he sounds like a late 80s, early 90s dubbing of anime. <laughs> like, like it's, 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 it's real weird. I, I don't... I was like, is this the best they could have done? Or is this the best takes they could have got? I'm like, why is he doing this? Are they are they doing it to play up that he's maybe untrustworthy? That he's maybe shady? But fuck me, man. He's got a real... Yeah, like I said, just early 90s, late 80s kind of a anime dubbing going on here. Not good. Yeah. Entertaining, but not good. Well... She hands Vincent her video because she needs something to bring back to her. He needs something to bring back to his bosses. Mm. Bulk and Skull are so suspicious about this, and they're like, "Uh, it's time to be detectives. It's time to go undercover. When we cut back to the table with the Rangers, they're worried about their future. They're like, well, Tanya, are you going to sign with him? And she goes, yeah, I'm going to sign with him. What, are you stupid? (laughs) Uh, And they say, what about school? What about the Power Rangers, and she has to start thinking about her future, but at the same time, a bunch of her classmates come up and want her autograph, Yeah, and she's more than willing to sign them for the people that she sits next to in class. Yeah. That was weird. Yeah. I mean, stardom. Yeah. It it. it. (laughs) It goes like that. 
I mean, you met. You should have seen us at Power Morphicon last year. Tell you what, when those episodes dropped. Yeah. Immediately. People, immediately. People definitely wanted to talk to us. Not. This was big news. This was big Ranger news of the biggest you... Ranger week of the entire now, Ranger think... year. Now, at the same time, the only people that did want to talk to us were the people that we rode with. <laughs> <laughs> but they still wanted to talk to us. Mm-hmm. Not about our show. <laughs> but... but they were talking to us. Yeah. I was talking to people that whole convention. Yeah. Two people. Two people. <laughs> Three if you count me. <laughs> but Bulk and Skull are tailing this producer. Skull's in the bushes narrating everything. Like to the point where he's like, he hates fries. Yeah. Fries are against him. Yeah, he's he's got an anti fry agenda. He, Build a wall. He's making he's making these notes on everything about this guy. He's wearing, he's dining outdoors. I don't think it's at Ernie's outdoors. Let me take a look. I don't think. No, so. here's how I know it's not Ernie's outdoor because bulk is the trash can. And <laughs> yes, it's it looks like some kind of. Uh, uh, honestly, it looks pro- like some kind of sidewalk dining someplace else in California. To be honest, it's probably the restaurant where Caitlin met with the movie producer <laughs> in. Uh, VR Troopers. Maybe. This guy is wearing a leather jacket. He's got the Kangol on backwards, of course. Yeah. Uh, he's ha- enjoying himself a shake, which is what made me think he may be at Ernie's. He's got a shake and a burger. Uh, he's going on a cell phone. Uh, I love that like you are saying, that Skull kind of goes through all the details, saying how he likes his burger. Uh, mm-hmm. he appears he has, it appears he has recently been to Cairo, or perhaps even Melrose Boulevard. And then he moves towards the trash can, like you said. And I get it. This is to hold the shot, you know, for something to be going on while Bulk, or excuse me, while Skull gives these uh, funnies, right? Yeah. But when he comes up to the trash can, we know what happens. Like, we know what, like, we, we end up knowing why it's this way. But, like, he, the way this guy struggles with this trash can and he's trying to push the trying to push the tray into the uh, into the flap of it. Is that what you call yes. it? The flap, <laughs> the garbage. Yeah. yeah, tries to push into the flap of it, and he's just he's. I don't want to keep ragging. I don't want to keep. I don't want to keep uh, ragging on this guy, but he's uh, he's just kind of wooden, man. He's just kind of yeah. real wooden. He eventually pushes. Eventually pushes through. And he uh, shoves his burger into the trash along with his shake. And then we see Skull run up to the trash. And holding his... Uh... God damn it, what, what can His it recorder. Mean? Yes. Holds up. this is a cool role reversal because generally we would have Bulk doing the narration and Skull being the trash can. Yeah, they're trying... <laughs> but they're go- we have this split up and... He goes, Bulk, did you hear anything? He goes, nope, I just know he didn't like his fries. And Skull goes, wait. And he reaches into the trash can, grabs one of the fries, and he eats it. And he goes, these aren't good fries. They're great fries. <laughs> and he eats another one. <laughs> In front of a Bulk who's pleading to be freed from the trash can. So 
in the juice bar, Tanya's career is moving very fast. She already got offered a contract, and she is kind of ready to go. Yeah, she's she. They love the video. They she's already gonna have has a. She, uh, yeah. They love the video at SC Records. They already have a meeting set up for her to meet a producer. They're going to offer her a contract. Yeah. They're having the greatest French video director come out to direct her next music video. And uh, at that point, we cut to space where Wrecking Ball has been mastered. And Mondo switches on battle mode and sends the bot to Earth. It doesn't really fucking matter, man, if that robot's been mastered or not. Just but like just it's a, a really good use of the Barakin footage. It is. I have to say, it it very much so is. A very good use of the of the footage that otherwise, you know, don't know what to do with it. Because if you don't listen to our O Ranger episodes, that's fine. But <laughs> that's the that's okay. This episode had a, I mean, every episode has a lot of out of suit stuff, and this really focused on the Blue Ranger, wishing that he was a Red Ranger, wishing yeah, and, wishing he had that spot. And because this is a Tanya focus episode and not a I used to be the Red Ranger episode, focus on Rocky, which I think probably would have been an interesting story. It would have been interesting, but I am very happy to have Tanya stories over Rocky stories. It's just. They went a completely different direction, so it's it's the whole the use that they they have is decent enough. It's the whole bit of goofiness. Like both America and Japan has a lot of goofiness that flies in these shows, right? Yeah, but they have different flavors. The goofiness with the Kendama robot and Yuji wanting to have his own kind, wanting to have his own Zord out of jealousy for the uh, puncher. Uh, yes. For a red puncher, it's it's very Japanese goofy, you know. It's something where like if that robot, if the same exact scenario, if the same exact plot was like presented to American kids, and they showed a kendama robot, everyone would be like, well, all those kids would be like, that's not very cool looking, you know. <laughs> that's like that's not very cool looking. I don't know what game that's supposed to reference. I don't know, man. This was Power Rangers in '96. Like we could have. This could have made kids think Kendama was cool. This it could, could have made... That's true. That's the other side, though. That's the other side. of That could... I mean, it could go either way. But it's a very... It is very much so Japanese goofiness. And that's... And that's what doesn't make it a... That's what makes it um, not a sure thing. You yeah. don't know how that would fly. It could, though. It very well could. Where it could, like... Hey, this is a Kendama robot. And then in, in the fucking... Power Rangers episode, they have a little, you know, two-minute thing where they're showing what Kadama is, and then kids are like, fuck, I want a Kadama. And then, all of a sudden, you know, 90s marketing jumps into the scene, and now we have extreme Kadama coming to kids in America, but it's, I don't know what it'd be fucking called, maybe not Kadama. It would incorporate Kadama in some way, but it'd be like Mondo Kadama, or something like that. Spike you know? ball hammer toss. <laughs> Spike ball hammer toss. Yeah, something like that. You know, it, that that could have very well been the timeline. Yeah, I'm not discrediting that. Not that's very possible. But I just think it was because of the very Japanese goofiness, the very specific flavor of Japanese goofiness, the Kendama 
They didn't go that route. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, they didn't think that it would work. Yeah. We cut to Ernie's After Hours where Tanya is singing another song, a slow love song this time, where the lyrics don't really matter because she's just taking all of the parts of a love song that work together and just singing them one line after another. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you know what? It actually sounds like a pretty good love song, so if you need one, just <laughs> find five of the the hits yeah. that you like. Like, just one line from five different songs. Rearrange the just lyrics. Sing them, yeah. Just sing them at different parts of the song, and your shit will slap. Yeah. Just... Man, it's just all about production. It's just finding, it's just finding that tone, finding that rhythm. That's it. Lyrics don't matter. Beats matter. Yeah. Um. At this point, we hear another beat that slaps, and it is that communicator going off. And the four rangers take off to go listen to it, but Tommy comes back to let Tanya know, "Don't worry, you're singing. We're gonna go take care of this." Mm-hmm. Let her go uninterrupted. They te- we don't see a morph. They teleport in to destruction, mm-hmm. and they see Kendama. Wrecking Ball. Uh, excuse me. We see Wrecking Ball, just eye-lasering things. Uh, cogs are on the ground. So Tommy makes the... Tommy makes the call. He's going to get into his Red Zio Battlesword, while the rest of the Rangers are going to fight the Cogs. On the ground. Yes. And this is different because in O-Ranger, the Blue Ranger was gone. And this was a racially charged battle led by Empress Hysteria, who is Queen Machina, and her Barra soldiers, the Mm -hmm. Cogs, Mm -hmm. against the remaining three Rangers. Yes. Because Kendama fought Red Puncher, our Red Battlesword, for a little bit before we... We don't need all of the the O-Ranger to launch O-Ranger Robo. It just... We don't even need all the pilots. Yeah. They kind of just sit in it, and one person takes the lead. Yeah. The rest kind of, like, monitor power levels. Um, each of the Zeo rangers do one of their big attacks on the ground, like... Yeah, they do uh, Japanese... Rocky does his dumb spin punch. Yeah. But I want to talk about the attack names. Yeah, I was going to... I made a note of the pink one. <laughs> yeah, the pink one was the one that caught me. But Adams, when he pulls out the axes to attack them, he calls for his power whip. I don't know. But he's also carrying two axes. I don't know. Maybe. He meant... And <laughs> Katz Hadoken is called the pink power cloud. Cloud. If you If you had to pick a. I think the most non-threatening uh, descriptor of, like, an aura, that'd be it. Power cloud, you'll just get lost in it. Yeah, pink power cloud. Pink fucking power cloud. Yeah, so they do all their special attacks. It's Japanese attacks onto American cogs. I can't yes. remember, like, if there was any of these attacks in the Kadama episode. No, because... They, in the Kendama episode, the four rangers defeat the Barra soldiers, and then uh, O-Ranger Robo goes looking for good Kendama Robo, 
while yeah. Red Puncher faces bad Kendama Robo. Yeah. We're in, and they they do a three on one robot battle before they save Yuji from the insides of the robo that's torturing the Blue Ranger. Right. Yeah, so in this one it's much more uh it's very stripped down. We have the three Rangers finishing off the finishing off the cogs with their special attacks. And then we have Red uh Red Zeo Battlesword just housing Kandama all on his yeah. own. Using Goro's uh, two-day boxing training, just opening up that one-two combo on him, and mm-hmm. then doing the spinning attack where he becomes a ball of fire mm-hmm. to kill Wrecking Ball. That's it. Back, back in space, we get some jokes about collision insurance. Uh, we yeah. get we get some talk about well, Sprocket, you still become a man this day. We're still going to celebrate. Whatever. Fuck it. Next scene. Instead of being pissed, they congratulate him for trying, though. Yeah. Very. The. The Machine Empire parents are my generation's parents awarding Sprocket a participation trophy. Yeah. The same people that are pissed. About participation trophies. <laughs> yes. King Mondo. King King Boomer. At the juice bar, Tanya has turned down the contract. So sad. Yeah. They're, they're trying to convince her. And says, they're trying to convince her, but at the same time, they're very kind of like um, understanding. Surprisingly understanding. Well, they know she's young. And she's still in school, so you also might not want someone that young to become famous. Yeah. Because then you'll get a yeah, yeah. Justin Bieber. Yeah, yeah. Well, this this day and age, or I shouldn't say this, in that day and age, at that in that time, in the mid, I mean, th- mid-90s, this is, child this is actors... Three have, years out from Britney. Child actors have had quite a track record. Yeah. Child stars, I should say, have had quite a track record. We got a Vulcan Skull try and tell them that they're fake. Yeah. Tell her that they're fake. Don't sign it. She's like, I didn't sign it, man. Guys, walk away. Just they, walk away. They, they come in, though. They come in with the heat, and I love it. I love yeah. how they fucking defend Tanya, how they come in ready to defend Tanya. And the she way. She walked them home when they were scared. Yeah, when Bulk says they're. <laughs> uh, Bulk. Bulk and Skull uh, both have um, tremendous uh, pointing presence where they're they're jamming with their fingers, pointing at them, accusing them. So there are a lot of there are a lot of unscrupulous weasels like him. (laughs) (laughs) Just fucking shoves his finger like an like a half an inch from this guy's face while while Skull points at the others. It's really fucking good. But he does this like real like this real deep, you know. That that him the the real uh real from the bottom of the lungs him taking yeah. advantage of people like you like, like it's real fucking good <laughs> like it's very flabber that's what I'm thinking of it's a very flabber delivery but they tell the they basically tell these producers to fuck off because like as soon as they get up they're like you'd look great in a music video and they're like get the fuck out of here man yeah. They just, and Tanya's they, like, they are very real producers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
those boys want to be in a music video. They're like, oh, sorry, guys. We didn't know. We thought you were fake. We were on a fake producer case. So they chase after them to into the parking lot where they, yeah. they, they try to catch him as they're getting into their fucking limo. Uh, Skull jumps, uh, like, gloms onto the side of the limo, trying to trying to stop him from closing the door. They end up closing the door on his jacket and tie, and they start backing out. And it looks very, like, that part looks very ad-libbed. The the yeah. the tie being closed in just the way they react because we see one of the actors reach through the window to try and free him, yeah, and and, and like bulk of skulls riff it, skulls going like oh god, yeah, yeah they, they riff it and bulk acts like he's gonna see his friend mangled. It's like real, <laughs> it's real, real, real good. Well, back inside, Tanya apologized to the Rangers for not being there for that battle, yeah. and they're like, dude what's going on with the contract? She goes, I turned it down. You know, it wasn't hard to realize what I needed. Like school, my friends, saving the world, you know, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. Like you made the right decision. Adam comes in for the best sad boy, side boy hug. (laughs) Oh yeah. Like where they're all like, they're all, you know, arms on the shoulders, bring it in y'all. Let's let's uh let's show some love and Adam Ad oh you just I can't describe it you just gotta watch Adam in his big fucking woolly sweater <laughs> just just has a smile like I'm I'm your friend I'm your friend come here <laughs> I'm your friend and I've never wanted anything else except for definitely everything else <laughs> well love Adam I like this episode I do too. I love Adam's, like, I'll do anything for you, girl. I'm going to film your music video and edit it and be there always. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the side hug, all of that. Yes. It's wonderful. Yeah. And I love that everyone's Rocky's babysitter. Like, he's never, the one time he was alone, he's like, I love you, blind girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, even then, Catherine had to be there to be like, remember, don't feel sorry for her. Just treat her like a person. Yeah. He's like, okay. I love you, Cindy. (laughs) It's Rocky. Yeah, it's really just, it's just, it's manifesting itself. We're kind of like, we've willed it into being. and, And it's really that way now where just someone be with Rocky at all times. Rocky ain't smart. So, look out for Rocky. He's gonna eat everything. Yeah, he's gonna eat everything, and he's gonna try to. He's gonna try to eat things. He's gonna try to eat things without chewing too. And yeah. we gotta watch out for that. Always make sure that his teeth are in there, like he's using them. He's not. Yeah, remind him. Remind him. Come up and move his jaw if you have to. But just get a little, just get a little tap. You just push, push his, push his chin up. Remind he's him. He's not like one of those. There's this ASMR streamer whose name I'm not going to say because I'm not going to plug them, mm-hmm. who does, like, eats pasta regularly on stream, mm-hmm. but doesn't chew the pasta, just puts it in their mouth and then swallows it. <laughs> well, and I assume that that's Rocky with everything. Yeah, I imagine. I think it was uh, The Simpsons that says... Uh, someone said that, uh, I think it was in the Homer's Nemesis episode with Frank Grimes, wonderful mm-hmm. character, 
where he says that he eats that Homer eats like a pig, and Carl says, uh, "I kind of think he eats like a duck." Like, and then it sh- like, and it shows like Homer like eating a fucking eclair without chewing. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, like just he's all yeah, yeah, up in the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's all uh, pigs chew. I tend to think he, I tend to think he eats more like a duck. <laughs> you just see him fucking scarf down an eclair. Yeah, exactly. Tilting his head up and just letting it fall down. <laughs> but um, yeah, Rocky. I don't know. This the fucking Zio is Zio has done a good job of making me have a little soft spot for Rocky, much like the one on his head when he was little. <laughs> that still exists. <laughs> that still exists. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, good episode though. Good episode. Uh, Tanya, Tanya's been great. Tanya's been a uh, Tanya's been a really good addition to the team. If you uh, there's never been a ranger like her. Yeah. Just acclimating herself the way she has and all that. You know? Yeah. I mean, like, Adam went through a deep bout of depression because he basically got drafted. Yeah. Doesn't think highly of himself. I mean, Rocky acclimated pretty quickly. He just didn't know his role. Well, yeah. I mean, but, you know, the same way, you know, the same way, a, like, a like a dog acclimates itself to a new house. It's like, yeah, I'm just here. Yeah, I'm going yeah. <laughs> sniff around a bit, see what's going on. All right. Yeah. Okay, this this will do. Yeah. Aisha had that whole fo- like volunteer firefighter. Oh yeah, I, yeah, the responsibility really got to Aisha's head. Tanya, yeah. despite being from the Africa in the 80s, has done a tremendous job of just rolling with it. The, yeah, the '80s Serengeti, <laughs> like not. We're not talking about South Africa. We're not talking about Cape Town. We're not. We're talking about straight up the savanna. You know, <laughs> yes, savanna Africa in the '80s. All she knew was tribal life. Well, and a little bit from her parents, but you know, they 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 were out of the picture by the time we we got to her still man like oof just yeah. what a what a transition and here she is just 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 going with it had a boyfriend immediately fucking figured out malls immediately loves shopping all that just took to it yeah and wonderful um, voice wonderful voice i have to say that was her right like i wanted to ask is like that was her right like that was uh nakia yeah. right? singing yeah that was her yeah yeah, but uh, yeah, that that's it. That's it. That's it. Good. Thank you so much for goodbye. listening to our show. <laughs> yes, goodbye forever. Thank you so much for listening to our show. We bring you new episodes every Monday and Thursday on your favorite podcatcher, and we're on all of them. So go listen to it. We're on Patreon. dot com. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That website. If you go to patreon. dot com slash power playthrough, you can get. 30 episodes of VR Troopers, several episodes of Big Bad Beetleborgs. If you were around on Halloween, thank you, you got our Haunted Mask. But you know what? We also put up a Haunted Mask preview on the main thing to get you to head on over to that Patreon. So, if you came from the Haunted Mask preview, thanks. Welcome. (laughs) 
We want to say thank you to Rainer for the use of our theme song, Power Playthrough. If you want to go get yourself a digital download of that, head over to rainer.bandcamp.com. While you're there, get their other albums and also get a koozie. Get and, a a, and a little lime pin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Get Those, some, them pins are in right now. Get some stuff, man. Just come get some stuff. Yeah. Uh, that's everything I got. You got anything you want to put over before we end? Uh, do I have anything I want to put over before we end? Uh, nope. <laughs> Just still like what I, what I always like. Wrestling. Power Rangers. There it is. Watch a Major League Wrestling. Watch Major uh, League Wrestling. Card. Yeah. Our boy Alexander Hammerstone is doing some shit over there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, with uh, with MJF and the Dynasty. Yeah. If you happen to be a wrestling fan and you happen to be uh, Keep It Up With SmackDown or 205, you may have seen a up-and-comer called Chris Bay. That's a local boy. You can check him out on YouTube. He has plenty of plenty of footage of his matches. Also, footage of FSW, our local promotion. Check him out. He's our champ. Before we go, did you see that back bump that Hammer gave Bay last week? Yes. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's good. Good point. Yes. Uh, big boy Hammer went up against Chris. Good match. Yeah. Well, that's everything. Uh, go follow Alexander Hammerstone at Hammerstone. Go find, go follow Chris Bay. What's his Twitter? At Dashing Chris Bay. Yeah. And uh, follow us on social media at Power Playthrough on Instagram, P Playthrough on Twitter and Facebook. That's everything. And may the power protect you.